Hey everybody and welcome back to the Fuel the Geek podcast. This is episode three and my name is Tony and I'm here with Mike, Alex, and we have a special guest today. Um, But before we get to her, we're going to discuss a little bit about Detective Comics 1000. Uh, Me and Alex have read it and uh, what did you think? Um, I I actually enjoyed it quite much, you know, um, there was a few stories that, you know, I just didn't do it for me, but, you know, I mainly enjoyed, you know, Snyder Capullo, you know, Snyder's a great writer and all. Uh, Kevin Smith and Jim Lee actually really surprised me with their story. Uh, the, the Bendis one was really great. Oh yeah, I, like, I, I was like I was surprised. The the Paul Dini was was actually funny. I enjoyed it because it was pretty funny, you know. And uh, and Tom King, I like the Tom King one as well. Tom King was really good. So overall, um, I loved it. I think uh, one of the websites gave it like a nine out of ten. Um, so I mean, aside from some of the art, the stories are great. Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. You know, there was you know, you know, um. I'm not, you know, I'm not biased, you know, so, you know, like, Neil Adams' art was pretty decent, it's just the story, you know, wasn't great for me, but yeah. uh, most of the, the entire book was actually great, you know, like I said, a few stories weren't, were meh, you know. <laughs> well, I haven't had a chance to read it yet, so, but I did get a couple of variants, uh, did get the Warren Lyle ordered for me, uh, got the, uh, was it Jia Hong Lee with the Harley? I can, I can never pronounce his name. I, I mean, but yeah. his art is amazing. It like, may, his art is amazing. I love the Harley cover. That's the reason why I had to get it. So I've got it coming. I just haven't had a chance to read it. I'm looking forward to it, actually. Yeah, I, I got lucky with the Alex Ross cover. So, you know, and that one's popular right now. So I'm happy about oh, that. Oh, yeah, that one is going for crazy amounts of money. Um, if, you're out, if someone out there has the Alex Ross cover... Uh, you're lucky. <laughs> that one and the art germ. I think uh, most of the art germ ones were um, damaged in transit or something. So yeah, they, uh, he put on his Instagram mm-hmm. that they were damaged, um, more than half of them. So they're waiting for him to just ship back out, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I also I was also able to get that um, Scorpion Comics one, the the all black blank cover. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's go- that one's gonna be a hard one to find, and that's a. Uh, I think you can do sketches on that one too, right? Yeah, yeah. it's gonna have to be like silver or white, maybe like brown yeah, ink. What they did with the uh, 9/11 Spider-Man, people exactly. Were getting, oh, yeah, the twin towers on it with Spidey's face, you know, and silver marker stuff like that. And all uh, artwork on those always look really cool to me. I mean, yeah. it, it's kind of like a an inverse, inverted or something when they do the art on those. Well, uh, what do they call it? Negative effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really cool. Um, well, if you get a chance, any of you listeners get a chance to pick it up, we highly recommend it. Um, there are a bajillion covers to it. it. You know, just get whatever one you like, check it out. Um, I don't think you'll be disappointed, right? Well, lots of different covers, but it's all the same stories inside. Yeah, it's all the same stories, just different covers. Yeah. I, uh, like I said, you know, it's a really good read. You know, I recommend you guys go to your local comic shop and pick it up. Yeah. Um, so... With us today, we have a very good friend of ours, uh, Shannon. She is the manager of the of Cards and Comics Connection in Conroe, one of my one of my personal favorite shops uh, in in all of Texas. It's a really good place. Um, so, Shannon, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do. What do I do? Well, hi Tony. Hi guys. Um, I manage a comic book store. Uh, also, we're gaming, so that's a big part of it. 
but we do we have their comics we have goodies we have toys we have lots of Funko they have they have <laughs> basically an entire room, whole room. Two, it's like two rooms we're sitting in it right now full of Funko Pops yeah. if, if you're a pop collector definitely get a hold of Shannon she's always looking out for us um, she's great and she knows everything about Pops I think more than comics <laughs> <laughs> but uh so how long have you been a manager um, how long have you been running okay, uh, the store I've worked for Rob for eight years prior to that all I did was collect comics so um I've, I don't know I've been about four years nice four years how is it working for Rob Rob is the owner yeah Rob is the owner uh he's he's here but he's kind of a he's like my what's he called work husband <laughs> I think uh, most people have those are work wives. We argue. So if you ever see our Google, uh, was it the Google things where people say they're arguing? Of course we argue. We're like husband and wife married. It was one day. One, the kids all thought we were married. Most people think we're married. We're not. When when I first met you, because uh, I had knew Rob first, mm-hmm. and I, when I first met you, I thought you were his wife. No. And I didn't like I I met you and saw you. Years before I even met and saw his wife. But yeah. he's always working. They are both always working. I mean, y'all stay open until like 11 or 12, right? Yeah, we're open every day of the week. Yeah. Every day of the week, um, I did finally get him to close early on Mondays. That's good. Because I switched my schedule. I work Mondays now. <laughs> Only to catch FOCs. I started working Monday to catch FOCs so we can make sure we get the comics. Because we've actually gone from... We've moved three times since our third store. We've gone from probably tripled our subscriptions subscription holders so yeah it's a lot so it's hard to catch everything and most of our customers rely on me to put them on their stuff they don't ask I I, out of all the customers that we have that we probably have 150 subscribers which we're a small store so that's a lot for this store but maybe 10 of them turn an order for me the rest of them I just do it by what they like See, that's, that's really good because that means you, you know your customer base. You know yeah. your customers and what they like. I mean, you put stuff in my box that I don't typically read, but you know I would like. And I've been, I've lucked out with some of those because some of those were sold out or ended up being crazy expensive. But, you, you know, when you, when you are looking for a comic book store, that's one of the things you want. You want to get to know the employees so that they know you and they look out for you. Yeah. We have customers that like Scotty Young, so they get, they don't necessarily collect the comic, but they want Scotty Young, so they get every Scotty Young cover, um, or Liefeld, or Jim Lee, or Jim something. Lee. Well, big one now is our Germ. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my lord, I have they, I have customers that don't even collect DC, but they read all Marvel. But they want that. But they want our Germ, <laughs> and they don't want one cover. Uh, one copy they want two copies and they want and then I have customers that only do blanks and they don't necessarily get mainstream comics they get independent but they want every blank so I have to so when I order I remember okay I've got to order this many because this person wants this and this and this and stuff like that it's yeah it's a lot and plus it was just me and him running it I mean I handle all the Funko orders I do all the gaming order all the gaming he's turned everything over to me what that's pretty amazing. So would you say that this is more like kind of like a dream job for you, like as far as like working here? Is it like... A, yes. Yeah. I would never thought I would ever work at a place like this, ever. I come from, believe it or not, I'm a hairdresser by trade. And when we moved here, I 
didn't need to draw, didn't need to work. And I volunteered at the kids' school. My kids are old. I'm an old lady working at a comic book store. But she's, she's not that I old. Am. But I, you know, I started out helping him because my kids played games here, played magic and stuff. And then, you know, he'd be busy and I'd be standing there going, you know, on a Friday night. And he's like, well, you want to help? And then it just kind of went into helping and helping and helping. And I marked my years by how many magic Christmas promos I have. <laughs> that's awesome. that's my Christmas gift, one of my Christmas gifts. You know, and, and I don't think, Rob can sometimes come off as a little grouchy, but he's really not. And he's super awesome to work for. I mean, he's, I want something, he buys it for me. Or he buys it for most people. So I, so I see you, you guys have a lot of cards, you know, a lot of cards, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon. Which is your biggest seller and which, you know, that people come and play every, almost every day or Magic. tournaments? Magic. Magic. It's your biggest seller? Magic. <laughs> Magic and then I think Pokemon. And then Yu-Gi-Oh! was really big for a while and then it kind of teetered off like most, some games do. And it's coming back. Uh, Dragon Ball Super is pretty big. We have, they play two nights a week here. Um, so, so tell us... Um, the card game schedule. So two nights for. So Tuesday is Dragon Ball Super, mm-hmm. and we usually start about six thirty-seven. Uh, Wednesday is Commander for okay. Magic Open Play. Thursday is Pokemon Night, and it's uh, Open Play at five thirty. Six o'clock. Uh, six thirty is tournaments, and that's what we're they're doing today in here. We have a big league uh, tournament for Pokemon, one of the biggest game the um, style tournament we could play for championship points. And then Friday is Friday Night Magic. We play Modern and Standard. And then Saturday we have Draft for Magic and you, uh, Magic players uh, playing Commander. Commander, Commander, Commander. And then they play dra- uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! on Saturdays and Sundays. And so you guys, so kids can actually, like, if they're part of, like, let's say, I think there's, like, a registration they have to do to get points for, like, to go to tournaments. For and Pokemon? Like, for Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! and all that stuff. So you guys um, are, like, licensed to do those tournaments, yeah. correct? So for Pokemon to hold a league, you have to be a professor. So I am a professor and a judge. Okay. And an organizer. Tournament organizer. For Magic, I am a tournament organizer. So we have to go through tests and stuff like all that. For Really? Yeah. Like, wow. I have to go through a background track for Pokemon. Oh, wow. wow. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, you're working with children, so I guess yeah. they don't... <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So... To hold a league, yeah, you have to be, and anybody that works for me, anybody that works during, um, like, the, the gentleman that's doing the judging, he's a po- Pokemon judge. I can't have anybody helping me unless they're licensed through Pokemon. Oh, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, if anybody out there um, is interested in any of those games and you're in Texas or Houston or surrounding areas, you should definitely check it out. They're always, always busy, and it's, uh, it looks like, I mean, everybody here seems pretty laid back and chill and friendly yeah for the most part <laughs> i mean <laughs> you, well let me ask you this do you try to keep it more family friendly and family oriented or does it get pokemon we do there's no cussing so if somebody's in here cussing i'll jump on them but for the most part and the other games is kind of all out uh, so so tell us uh it's tell very us, all out <laughs> <laughs> um Tell us a little bit about your personal collection, because I know you're a pop collector, I'm and I love talking about your pop collection because it's it's amazing. She has she has an amazing pop collection. Yes, I do. I don't. I don't know. No, there's people that have better pop collections. Yeah, but I mean, she has a whole room dedicated to them. Yes, I do. You have your Nightwing is your favorite character. Yes. Yeah. 
So, so I've seen some of your night wings. Yes, I have awesome. every Robin Funko related Robin thing they have. So Dorbs, uh, all of them. Everything. What are the What are the little ones called? Like there's mystery minis. Yeah, the mystery. Pine size heroes. Um, Rock candy. Rock, there's no rock candy for Robin. No. But they did make this idolize, idols thing a couple years ago. It kind of fell flat, and he looks like a stretched out Robin. Kind of creepy looking. I have that, and I have an extra large dorb of a Robin. Um, you have one of those ones that's like four feet tall, right? You have, a, you have one of the pops. They have these display pops that are like four feet you mean the extra large dwarves yeah. that gave out? Gave that was Batman, and he is now he 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 went by the wayside to find another piece. <laughs> so I mean, when you're collecting, it's like, and you're not a millionaire because I'm not, and even working at the store, uh, exclusives are still expensive for yeah. us. Oh yeah, because we don't get them. I mean, collecting the commons and stuff is easy, but no, he went. Uh, my it was a 1966 Batman. The 1960 Batman giant extra large drop. I sold him for $600 because it was the least wanted of those Batmans they did. He, um, people want him, but if I had the actual like black suit Batman or the blue suit Batman, it would have been like over $1,000. Right. Um, but they only amazing. give him out at fun days. There were prizes for fun days when they did when they when they had the, that kind of theme. Their fun days are getting more into Freddy Funko themed. Everything's Freddy Funko. Yeah, yeah. It, they're always they seem to be like themed of a. Freddy, or mm-hmm. maybe like a like a like the Conan pops are a theme mm-hmm. too. You know, they're always getting there on that one. <laughs> you started me on that, thank you. Tony started me on the Conan collection by giving me a White Walker Conan when you went oh, yeah. to so, yeah. That was a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah thank you. Well, yeah. Let me ask you this: what uh, what draws you to pops? What? It's really weird, funny thing was I had no interest in collecting them. Be- at all, um, I collect nest. I collect started collecting nesting dolls, and they have them for. I even have Nightwing ones, <laughs> but I had that kind of collection. I had real ones, and then my I have kids, so my kids are adults now. But at the time, they weren't. And my daughter has always been into Funko, and she has old ones, like really expensive ones. So I have a lot of out of box expensive ones, like that we bought off the shelf that are now four hundred dollars, but she kept no box back then, and started working here. When I started working here, I got him an account with Funko and started doing it. Oh, Lordy, here comes Groot. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a Dorb. Little Groot and a Dorb. And that was all she wrote. And then I started, I'm just going to do Gorb. I'm just going to do Dorbs. Bought my daughter her pops because she collects Spider-Man. My daughter's a huge Spider-Man collector. And uh, everything Spider-Man in her life. And I'm going to just collect dorbs. And then, oh, well, they have a Batman pop to go with that Batman dorb. And then it just probably, and I had every Batman, every Robin, every Wonder Woman, Flash, and I decided two years ago, and I dumped them all except Robin. And then I had, like, the white whale pop I couldn't get, which was the metallic Nightwing from Fugitive Toys. Because they won't tell you how many they made. There's nobody really knows. And every time it had come up for sale, I didn't either have the money because it's $400 or it was sold <laughs> in two seconds. But I even do now have a Nightwing Proto. Oh, nice. Disco Nightwing. <laughs> Not my favorite, but, but... I mean, it's a Proto, and yeah. those are always pretty cool to have. Yeah. You know? Disco Nightwing and a Proto. But, um, yeah, I just started doing it that way. And then working here, we just started getting more. And... You, this room is all because of that gentleman sitting right there at the end of my table. 
There, y'all can't see, but uh, Abraham is sitting at the other end of the table. He walked in here. I never met this boy in my life. Walked in here and said, I have all these pops. Will you trade? Hits. Two years later, we have the largest selection of Funko Pops in all of Houston. And it's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so when we moved, we moved two years ago and bought our house. I told my husband, I don't care what you buy me, what we buy. Because I'm always working. I don't care. You buy the house. I have to have a room for my Funko. Okay, you, you stated you like Nightwing and Robin. Which is your least favorite Robin? Disco. Disco? Oh, oh wait, did you mean or like... Carrie Kelly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like, did you mean like character? Carrie, yeah, character. Yeah, character. Or which, uh, I don't like Carrie Kelly. Uh, What's yours? My least favorite Robin? Mm, probably uh, Tim Drake. Yeah, see, I'm Dick Grayson Robin. Yeah. I'm a, like everybody knows, I'm a huge Batman fan. Yeah. And, uh T- uh, Tim is probably my least favorite, but Dick is probably my favorite. Like, he, he was always Robin to me, so. Mm-hmm. I, I lean towards more Damien. You know, as your least favorite? As my, no, not my least favorite. Oh, my your favorite. favorite. He's your favorite, yeah. But he's yeah, really like, grown on me. Yeah, he's grown on me, but yeah, same with with the, what Shannon said. I don't like the, the female Robin, you know. Just... I, I, I think, I don't know, I, I like her spunk. And I've seen her in other stuff. If anyone ever reads the new 52 Batman, she, sh- she shows up. Um, and her character in that is I enjoyed you know I, also for some people it's the art and when she was debuted they, is that debut? mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, people had issues with the with the way she's being drawn lately you know Frank Miller was a used to be like a you know he used to write and draw, draw. Yeah. Yeah. but that's so he, totally she's totally him her appearance well, is him well I mean like I've, other artists draw her and I, I think it gives another aesthetic to her. Yeah. I mean, she's not my least, though. I, I have to say, probably Tim. Not that anything's wrong with Tim. No, no. Or Rick Grayson? Rick? Oh, Rick. I will not touch we won't talk about. We won't talk about Rick Grayson. <laughs> I, even, I don't even... I, I won't, I'm like, no, I'm not even taking this comic, even though some of the covers are super cool. I ain't touching it. Not till they go back. Uh, so I have a question, getting back to the uh, comic store. Do y'all do conventions? Uh, uh-huh. Which conventions do y'all do? Well, we've been done, we've done small we've done small ones, um, but last year we did Comic Palooza, and it was kind of a spur of the moment type of thing, and we did fantastic. And I'm gonna say I did not bring a comic. Not I brought Pop Dolls, not one comic. I brought and, Funko. And you, I did a killing. Nice. That's great. And all I did was sell it for the same price I would have sold it in here for, and it was crazy. So this year he. Uh, they contacted us and we did it again, but this time we got an in cap. They changed the way they do it now, so this time we're getting bigger and better. So that's great. That is awesome. Um, well, we will be wrapping it up, and I want to say thank you to Shannon. Well, thank you guys. Uh, thanks for letting us uh, do this in y'all's shop. Uh, Cards and Comics Connection in Conroe. Uh, if you are ever in the neighborhood, definitely try them out. They are. They were one of my favorite shops in all of Texas. Um, and I go to a lot of comic book stores. <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have a buddy that's willing to drive like an hour out just to come here for Pops. Yeah. So, you know. It's definitely a Pop connection. So if you're looking for Pops, <laughs> come, come to the Mecca of Pops. So uh, thank you, Shannon. Thank you, and a uh, huge thank you to Rob for letting us uh, occupy one of his uh, Pop rooms. And uh, thank you, listeners. And we will talk to you next time. As always, tell us what fuels your passion.